0: Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode.
1: Hey, uh, you lived in Hawaii. I did. That's yes. why so I have a moped. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, and that's what brings that to mind. I, I read something today that, um, that they have, is it sashimi? Like okay. just in the grocery store, like here in Keene, we walk into the grocery store and there's oh. like little things of like potato salad, <laughs> yeah. little single serve. To- but they have like oh yeah, fresh. It's lovely. Oh,
2: I love that. I- yeah.
0: I've never heard it. Of- I just read about it. Somebody else, you know, from Hawaii this was is- like, I miss Hawaii because I could just walk into the grocery store and in the like deli aisle, I could just grab some freshly cut. This is this is why
1: I poo poo on the poke bowl you get at dinner some nights. Yeah, man. Yeah. Because like you can go in the grocery store and it's it's a layout. And it's better, significantly better. I'm well, sure. they
2: got the ocean right there. I,
1: yeah, that's yeah. exactly why. It's you know? literally you know three minutes from the ocean to the yeah. to the deli counter. But fill up on you know what, just about whatever kind of fish you want: squid, crab, salmon, tuna. I, I like all of those. Yep, uh, different there, flavors.
0: There was a place that I've been going to recently. Uh, I just saw on their menu they have. Uh, flame broiled swordfish okay and i'm like i have to try that i didn't try it at the time i just saw it already ordered and by the time i saw it on i was like oh i should have probably got that but the next time i go um i only say that because i did work as a commercial fisherman for three trips we'll call it each trip was approximately a month uh each trip was a different sort of fish that we fished for okay Uh, one of them was swordfish nice and uh, occasionally, because uh, the method we use is called long lining, and if it, uh, that probably means nothing to our listeners, but explain it. But what it means is that is top top uh, a fish will get caught on a leader and just sort of hang out in the water attached to the leader, and what that kind of does is sometimes makes them bait for other fish, particularly like sharks. Right. So when you're pulling in the fish that you've caught, if you get one that's sort of got like a bite taken out of it by a shark or something, you can't sell that. So instead of instead of just throwing it away, you cut off the bite part and then you butcher the rest and you feed it to the crew. Yep. So I wow. have had fresh caught swordfish, nice, like blackened with some uh, Tony. Uh, I try to remember it's the green bottle uh, Cajun seasoning seasoning in a in a cast iron pan, like fresh caught swordfish blackened and so delicious. Oh my god! And so I'm hoping to like relive that a little bit.
1: And and again, you might be disappointed then, because the, your standard is so high now. But yeah. it's also been a couple of decades since All I right. since Fair I enough. tasted
0: it, so it might just be good enough. But okay. I'm like, oh yeah, this is great. I hope. I don't know. If we, not, I'll revert to the salmon. We salmon. try
1: to cobble together some of the local recipes from Hawaii and cook those up here and moderate results. Nikki, you
0: brought in this article, and I have titled tonight's show, <laughs> The Dynamic Doulas.
2: Oh, I love
0: that. Now, uh, for those of you who are old and you remember the original Adam West, Burt Ward version of the television show Batman, right? they always referred to them as the dynamic duo. Oh, yeah. And so when I saw the headline and skimmed the article about these, these two doulas, I thought the dynamic doulas would be an appropriate name, appropriate See, title.
1: And I would have went with a Saturday Night Live cartoon. The ambiguously... What? Doulas? Ambiguously gay duo. Doulas? Okay. I mean, mm-hmm. you can change it if you want But to. we don't know if they were gay or not. They or were ambiguously,
0: ambiguously gay. gay.
1: We know they were ambiguously gay. That was in
0: the title. Not the doulas, though. Not the doulas. But the duo. The duo. So I don't know how the Saturday Night Live title would apply to the dynamic doulas.
1: The same way that Batman and Robin applies to the duos. It's just another duo. Well, okay,
0: but we have facts to support... The, the dynamic doulas, in that there were two of them, okay, and they both were acting as coaches, uh, okay, talking a a man,
2: yeah, the husband, uh,
0: yeah, Father. in you know through the process of natural childbirth, okay, uh, as an emergency situation. Which whereas, I've
2: actually had to do before.
0: Whereas we don't have any facts that suggest that these two doulas who interacted by telephone only were either gay or ambiguously gay, okay. We don't have any that they weren't, but I'm just saying that the evidence is less.
1: I still don't know how that makes them more like Batman and Robin. Because they were dynamic. Okay.
0: Instead of ambiguously gay.
1: Okay. (laughs) Carry on.
0: My wayward son. There'll be peace when you are gone. No. Carry on. Lay your weary head to rest. Nikki, am I reading this? Is that what's going on? Yeah, if you want to. Uh,
1: (laughs) Might as well. What else we got to do for the next?
0: This is from today.com. Two doulas help deliver a Christmas Eve blizzard baby by coaching dad over the phone.
2: First of all, I just want to say.
1: Sir, just get out of the way.
2: They should have gotten on snowmobiles and gotten over there.
1: Is that what you would have done?
2: Absolutely. I don't have a snowmobile right now, but I would have figured it out.
0: I assume we'll find out. They do show, there's a picture here, they do show a snow-covered street with some, I don't know, some FBI-looking vehicles, a couple dudes in snowsuits, and then two dudes on snowmobiles. There you go. So, where was this? Oh, Buffalo, New York. Oh,
1: yeah. Buffalo got hammered.
0: Quote, we're all okay thanks to them, says the relieved Buffalo father. He's a father of a buffalo? (laughs) Who followed their instructions. Did he give birth to a buffalo? No, she gave birth to a buffalo.
2: Nervous buffalo mom and dad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, the, the article starts, talk about working remotely. Uh, we've talked about that here on We okay. Talk Live plenty. I had an idea for like an additional title, like in front of everything, in front of Lord and all that kind of thing. You I need one to fill all the extra time we have to fill now.
2: Sir? Do <laughs> you have, have a sir yet?
0: No, it was like- um, Sire? Uh, it'll come to me. Probably come to me during the break, of course, which won't be for a while. Uh, at any rate, two doulas helped a nervous Buffalo mom and dad. It just sounds like- like they're talking to two buffalo should
2: we define doula for people who don't know what that is yes you should i find that a lot of people don't know what that is yes what
0: is a doula Uh, nikki so
2: a doula is essentially an emotional and physical support person for a woman who is pregnant and about to give birth so they do like educational stuff prenatally with them and then they come to the mom at the time of birth whether that be at home birth center hospital wherever and they act as a birth advocate and coach to help the mom through her labor
1: well. and where's the dad during all of this
2: hopefully also being supportive okay uh, sometimes he's sleeping on the couch okay
1: i was like watching the
0: game having a beer
2: yeah it, it depends <laughs> who the dad don't is
0: <laughs> don't worry honey she'll be there during the birth the article continues, we were using Facebook Messenger to communicate with her parents and coach them through the delivery, so I watched her being delivered on my cell phone, Blackburn told NBC News. I was in my living room with my mother and my kids while all this was happening, and when that baby started crying, we all started cheering. You would have thought the Bills made a touchdown. Because they're Back not going to gonna the win the game. It's like you guys have read this article or something. I, I'm pretty sure you didn't. Well, you did, probably. Yeah. Uh, I did not. I'll, I'll do be either, yeah. Okay. It is Buffalo. I like being surprised. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Devin's dad, Devon Thomas, said he would be delighted to formally introduce his new daughter to the two ladies who talked him through the delivery. We're all okay. Thanks to them, he told NBC News. As a matter of fact, we're all leaving the hospital in a couple of minutes. We're going home. We're going home. Screw you
1: guys. We're going home. Oh, so
2: they did go to the hospital
1: how'd they get to the hospital that they're like snowed I thought, in
2: i thought the whole point was they had the baby at home and the doula talked him through it and
0: they they did but by the time they were interviewed apparently they went to the hospital I, oh I think
1: they could have just stayed home what a waste now yeah it's like you
2: just did this epic thing and then you ruined it by going by to fill going, out government paperwork what yeah exactly it's like <laughs> okay we had the baby everything's fine but now let's go to the hospital.
1: And document it for do- the state.
2: And document it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Probably got him a social security number while right. He was there. Probably. Right.
1: And Birth him, certificate. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, come on. Father put his name on it so he can be sued and held oh, liable later. <laughs> yeah. Not taking my advice from last week, homie. No.
3: Nope.
0: Blackburn said that they were wrapping presents and watching the Buffalo Bills take on the Chicago Bears when she received a call around 2 p.m. Saturday from her friend and fellow doula, Ramonda Reynolds. For Blackburn, it was the start of a chain of events that ended with little Devon weighing six pounds, nine ounces, measuring 20 inches long, making her debut at 3.31 p.m. on Saturday.
1: What a good dad. Didn't even wait till halftime. Just jumped right in there to help out.
0: <laughs> I thought she was calling to check in, you know, a girlfriend check in because we were all trapped in our houses, Blackburn said of Reynolds. It turned out to be something totally unexpected. Devin's due date was Sunday, Christmas Day, and she was supposed to be delivered at... Mm. Oishay Children's Hospital in Buffalo. But Mother Nature had other plans. Erica and Devon Thomas were trapped in their house by snow when Erica suddenly went into labor, Blackburn said. Devon Thomas, who is a sanitation worker, that's a nice way of saying a janitor. Or a garbage man. (laughs) Yeah, janitor if you want to be a dick about it. Okay, sanitation worker. Called 911 repeatedly, but was told by the dispatchers they could not send anybody. And by 11.30 a.m., Erica's contractions were three minutes apart. Dun, dun, dun. At that point, I was like, this is going to be me. I'm going to have to put my big boy pants on and figure this out, Devon Thomas told the Buffalo News, which broke the story. With the help of a friend, Devon Thomas got in touch with a Facebook group of fellow Buffalo residents weathering the storm who directed him to Reynolds. Reynolds, in turn, contacted Blackburn for backup. Blackburn, who is also a licensed practicing nurse, said she has helped deliver anywhere from 50 to 100 babies during her career. But those were
1: hospital deliveries, she said. I had never done it
0: over the phone.
1: Can we say something nice about social media now? Like he was in an emergency situation, 911 911 said no, and he went, screw it, I'm checking out Facebook, and got the help he needed. When Reynolds and Devon uh, flickered on screen, Blackburn
0: said the soon-to-be dad looked nervous but calm. I said to him, can you show me what the mom looks like, Blackburn said. When I saw her, I was like, this is going to be
1: happening soon. That he made a face.
0: Uh, Apparently she made a face as well, or or some some other physical indicator. Reynolds had already instructed Devon Thomas to collect towels, find a bowl, and boil some water. Is it really necessary to boil water?
2: Yeah, well, to sterilize whatever you're going to cook. I always thought that that was just
0: like to keep a guy busy. No, and no. I was thought they were like, um, yes, you can help. Go boil some water. It's like, no. yes, you can help. Go fishing. Right? Like Right? <laughs> yeah. like, I was thought no. it was just an excuse. So, so we do here.
2: really boil water at every home birth. But I will say, sometimes if the husband is just a nuisance and he's really pissing his or the partner off, whatever, the mother, um, we'll just send the him on an errand run like, oh, we we forgot Chuck's pads or we yeah, oh, forgot- We need bleach or something. But you can't right, do yeah, that yeah, yeah, something like that. It's
1: snowed in. Right, yeah. yeah. So.
2: But yeah. he sounds great. I, he sounded like he was doing a great job.
1: Can you imagine if the, she was all upset and he was just passing on a message from the doulas? Like, they, that's what they're telling me, honey. <laughs> don't don't hurt me. And like you pick it up with your doula. You guys have played
0: that mailman game when you were a kid where like somebody tells somebody something and they have to whisper it to the next person's oh, ear. Telephone, the, telephone game. Telephone, yeah. not mailman. mailman. Telephone. Mailman. And, and, like, and by mailman. the time he gets back to you, it's completely distorted. Right. Like, that could have happened here. Right. Right. <laughs> Uh, She had also instructed him to help his wife take a hot shower to ease her pain and to help her move around to get the gravity going, Blackburn said. Uh, Most importantly, Ray had calmed him down, Blackburn said. He was very nervous, but he was very open, and he was listening carefully and following instructions. He
1: was open. Her legs were wide open.
0: That's Metallica, right? Oh, no, it's sleep with one eye open. Sorry, my bad. Erica's contractions were coming fast and furious, Blackburn said, and Thomas was dispatched to find a flashlight so the doulas could see how she was progressing. I, I'm, I'm imagining the little like
1: miner's light we strapped use, to the head.
2: We use those, too.
1: <laughs> I need to get one of those. They're surprisingly convenient for a lot of things, and I just don't own one. Uh, yeah. I don't own one either, and I've been
0: meaning, like, perhaps yeah. uh, we should, you know, find one, or All if right. you get one, I'll, you know, we'll go in or whatever. Because I, I'm every time you, it's yeah, nighttime and it. I need to look under the hood of my car or something, yeah. I'm like, damn it, I need one of those,
1: but then yeah. I forget to buy yeah. one. I've always got my phone light, but then I'm, you yeah. know, one handed. No, it
2: needs to be strapped to yeah, your I forehead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I learned that from Matt. <laughs> uh, he
1: anyway.
0: always has it on. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas was also dispatched to find a flashlight so the doulas could see how, they were, how she was progressing. She let us know with a loud moan, Blackburn said of Erica. Moments later, Erica squatted down, and when the baby came out, Devon Thomas was there to receive his daughter with towels in arms. Beautiful. At first, Mom and Dad looked like they were both in shock, and the baby looked like she was in shock, too, because she was alert but not crying, Blackburn said. But as soon as they picked her up, she started crying and we all started cheering. Oh, that's so cute. What a heartfelt, what a heartfelt, how, heartfelt article. Like
2: how amazing is this? So at first when I saw this article, I thought they had already hired these doulas. Like I thought they were going to be their doulas at the hospital. No, burn, they right.
0: were just random just found internet them on Facebook, people, yeah.
2: Which imagine being in an industry where you just get thrown into like this is just so beautiful. I would if if somebody called me and was like, "Hey, we're trapped in our house, my wife's having a baby, I need some help, please walk me through this. That would be such like a cool story. Like What a magical moment that you get to spend yeah. with, as, with strangers. As a nurse, as far as I know, I am legally required, if there's a car accident or some sort of medical emergency, mm-hmm. I am legally required, at least in the state of Massachusetts, from what I know of the law... If there isn't already paramedics or emergency services there, yeah. I'm required to go help.
1: That's one of the reasons why I took CPR classes, but until recently did not get my certification. It's like, I do not want to be legally well, required to help anybody. I, so that's yeah. one of
0: the reasons. Uh, the Before I moved here, I was working, we'll call it an office job, and the office offered CPR classes yeah. to anybody yeah, I that wanted him. them. And I was like, mm, I already took CPR once in my life, so I, I kind of have an idea. Right, you know I, the Bee Gees, not personally, but you know Barry's all right, I guess. <laughs> Barry Gibb, oh, anyway, Barry, um,
1: Barry Bee Gees. I don't know. It's Barry Barry the Hatchet. Okay.
0: Uh, at any rate, um, what was I talking about?
2: CPR. CPR. CPR.
0: I didn't take the class because I looked up Washington State law and it was that.
2: Yeah.
4: It
0: was like if just... you are certified in CPR. Then you can be held legally liable for somebody dying if you're trying to give them CPR.
2: This is why this doesn't make sense because any anyone can take a CPR class and then forget every single thing that they know, which is likely what happened to me. Like
0: I likely wouldn't administer it properly. Yeah, like you're not
2: like an ER nurse, like you're not like doing CPR all the time. You don't know necessarily how to resuscitate someone. But I also will say, bad CPR is better than no CPR. So if someone is literally dead, then like nothing worse can happen to them. They're already dead. Right. So banging on their chest, if you're counting wrong, if you're doing things wrong, if you're not doing rescue, if you're rescue not breaths, sealing yeah. the
0: nose properly. Yeah, or whatever, like right? even yeah. if you're
2: doing no rescue breaths at all, you're just doing compressions. That's better than nothing yeah. because they're already dead. Yeah. Right. Unless they have a do not resuscitate if, order, and then they want to stay dead. So I don't like touch
0: them. I like living, and so if I were the dying party. In one of these scenarios, I would appreciate the attempt. Yeah, you know, even if they did it wrong and I died anyway, like, hey, thanks for trying, man. Well, you know what they teach
2: you in the class? The first thing is like you point at somebody, call nine one one, we need help. This person needs to be resuscitated, and then you do all the things. Not a
0: pointing. One of
2: the oh yeah, absolutely point. You got to
1: direct traffic.
2: Point and get confirmation. Get someone. Yeah, all the all the steps.
1: So oh. similarly, Captain, when it was offered at work, mm-hmm. I took the class, yeah. I just didn't sign off on any of the forms.
0: <laughs> so you took it, you learned how to yeah. do it. I learned how to You're do just it. not technically
1: certified. Well, because if it's my friend who's going down, I want to be able to know how to revive him, mm-hmm. but it's some dude I don't like, right? right? Screw it, I'm under <laughs> no legal mandate to resuscitate him, I just kick him when he's dead.
0: I guess you probably, like, I probably could have taken the classes and then, like,
1: thrown the exam, Yeah, just did everything wrong and failed. <laughs> or just don't take the exam part. Like I right, got yeah. all the I got all the information I need to save a yeah. friend who goes down. Yeah. We're good. I mean, right? you
2: don't even have to take the class. So you can just look up a YouTube video. Yeah.
1: Well, and now I'm sure to be
0: fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now, did, me- did you guys have to work with recessa <laughs> right? Annie?
0: No, uh, I don't recall. So recessa Annie is like the half human, okay, uh, doll that like no. you're supposed to I breathe into and do the I compressions on. And- I don't,
2: I didn't name her, but. I guess, yeah. Oh, no,
0: she had the name, like, whenever, like, oh, no, when I, I was in, somebody else. I think first year of high I think school, his they name were teaching Danny? CPR. Oh, okay. Danny? Rissusse <laughs> Danny instead of Rissusse Annie. Okay. Okay. I but know, yeah, she sir. had this, like, she looked like half a gym teacher, right? Because she had no, <laughs> no, like, she was torso up, right? No hips, sure. legs, kind She had
5: six-pack.
0: No, but she had, a, like, a track, a zip-up track suit, you know, a <laughs> yeah. uh, top on. Reynolds could not be immediately reached for comment. She's flying to Florida to take a cruise, Blackburn said. She deserves it.
2: Wait, that's the mom or one of the doulas.
1: Mm-hmm. Wait, the doula deserves a vacation after all of that, Blackburn.
2: Yeah, I'm just confused because mom should not be going anywhere. She should be in bed.
1: Dad should be deserving a vacation. He went. No, oh their no, my no, name I need is some Thomas. Pump. Yeah, his so. his football game got interrupted. His football game got interrupted. (laughs) He was responsible for logging into Facebook in the middle of a football game to find the appropriate doulas. Like he was on point, man.
0: Uh, Michelle, uh, Iva, Michelle Blackburn was
1: one of the doula.
2: Reynolds sounds like the other doula, right? Okay,
1: that does sound like a doula name. Reynolds. Need a doula? Call Reynolds. She'll be right there to wrap you up.
0: You know, that's a nice. Nice article to welcome the new year, Uh, right? New new year, year, new baby. New life. You know, something happened that wasn't necessarily technologically available or at least planned for and technology has helped some people get through an
1: otherwise traumatic situation. It's a marriage of the old tech and the new tech. Definitely. Right. Home birth with Facebook.
2: Yeah. 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 Love it.
0: Um. Having worked in the technology industry for so long, like I, I know of all this tech, and uh, you know, with the overreaction to COVID, of course, one company stands out amongst everybody else, that's Zoom.
1: Oh, yeah. Everybody's yeah.
0: been on a Zoom conference now. They made now. a killing. Zoom yep. sucks. Uh, but that technology, they're not the only player on the block. There's other... Uh, for, there's like Jitsi. Yep. There's... Um, I think Slack has a version of video conferencing now. I'm trying to remember. There's, there's a whole bunch of other players that are doing this kind the, of thing. The
2: OG Skype
0: the OG Skype yeah uh, so like all this technology it has been available but it's nice to see it used for awesome instead of for evil normally we see states you know, governments if you will you know using these technologies to you know further promote their tyranny to further advance their evil well, it's nice to see something like this aiding and bringing life
1: into the world i kind of like the zoom era of you know being able to watch a court hearing friends of the community yeah except for participate and, like, except for when they don't on. allow it
0: jerome you're on free talk live
4: yeah i just got a couple of stories yeah i gotta ask you about you know, i mean
0: all right but can you turn uh, down whatever's in the, the in the background
4: it's not even yeah, listening to our show stories on a,
0: on the news it's just almost as loud yeah. as your voice so it sounds I'm weird sorry. is it
1: msnbc sorry. or cnn oh he's jerome listens to fox right oh really okay
4: yeah, right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Joe. I, I want what hear, does Fox I News say?
4: A, I want to hear the update on Hannity and his, and his new concubine girlfriend, this uh, Fox reporter, after he left his wife for 27 years. Well, you've called the wrong show for that information.
2: <laughs> yeah, I have no clue what you're talking about.
1: Yep. No,
2: Sean Hannity, the, the talk show host,
4: you know, the uh, right-hand man, the, Donald Trump's left-hand, uh, yeah, he left his wife for 20 something years, and now he, he goes with this reporter at Foxford. Okay. Don't tell anybody about it. okay?
0: Why do you care about this?
4: I I know. Hey, look. I hope they I have, have know, a long and loving and happy relationship. The, let me answer
0: the question. Why do you but, care about this, Drew?
4: But he's such a loud mob and such a jackass.
1: That's so what he gets you know. paid to do.
2: <laughs> Sounds like even less yeah, of a reason to care. Yeah. Right.
4: He's yeah. always trashing the Democrats all the time, you know, and then look what well, he got involved they, with. They deserve so it. That...
1: They definitely deserve it.
4: But and, and then you got this uh TJ Holmes guy with uh with the reporter. Man, that, hasn't he ever heard of thou should not bear false witness? I mean, against uh especially against somebody's wife. But then again, he's right so what the hell does he care? Hey I mean, twice and, and having affairs. And now he's with her. Is this really Uh, what you wanted to
0: call Free Talk Live about?
4: Yeah. Really? I got to vent my spleen a little bit. I mean, hey, I haven't called you in like about a week or so. so Did you say you wanted to
0: vent your spleen a little bit?
4: Kind of. You know, that's what (laughs) that was about.
0: You You are rivaling major pain with your descriptive terminology.
4: So to speak. So to speak. But, you know, I mean, and then you got Nick Cannon. With his 12th child. Is it me or do do I find stories like that repulsive? Or is it just me? I'm becoming a conservative? God forbid that could ever happen. No, Jerome, you
0: should become a libertarian. No, uh uh. Yes.
4: Uh, That's just a conservative uh, and drag. No, it isn't. (laughs) I mean, to me, it is.
0: I mean, there can be, but you know. At least on this show. (laughs) But that's the the point of libertarianism is that uh, you should be accepting of all people who desire for freedom. And uh, uh-huh. if you yourself don't desire for freedom, well, then you should be a conservative or or a Democrat. But if you do, do hey. if you do desire freedom, then you should consider becoming a libertarian
4: or an anarchist. I got one more story. I got one more story. This guy Santos from New York, who lies about being Jewish, who lies about his, his family heritage, lies about your parents. Man, you don't lie about your parents, man. Is That's he a politician? Happened. You don't do that.
0: So, so he's man. a politician.
4: Look, I lost my mom over a year ago. Okay. And I think about her
0: every... That has nothing to do with politicians. So this guy you're complaining about is a politician. Yes? Yes, he is. So you know he's a liar. Why do you even pay attention? Why do you pay attention to liars, Jerome?
4: Look, when Republicans come off as really self-righteous sometimes... You're not answering the question. Why do you pay
0: attention to liars? You know they're liars. They keep lying to you. They lie over and over and over again. It doesn't matter if they're Republican or Democrat. Why do you pay any attention, Jerome?
4: No, I don't know they're lying till they, they it's found out that they are lying. horse hockey. I don't know because I really don't know. Uh, how
0: many times does a politician have to lie to you
1: before you just know they're lying? Once. yeah So I, it's I don't, I don't think this problem is that they're lying; it's that there's hypocrisy coming from the right. Yeah.
2: My personal favorite pastime, so to speak, is reading. There's a ton of different awesome books that I've learned a ton of stuff about. Um, even YouTube. You can learn anything on YouTube, but the news is probably the worst place to get information or learn things because it's very biased. You know, even if... I used to do the thing where I would watch Fox News and CNN to try to balance it out. And then I started to realize that they're both liars. So I'm like, well, if I see both sides of the coin, then I'll get the full picture. But you don't get the full picture, so it really doesn't matter what you're watching on the news. It's yeah. all fabricated.
0: You could go the other way, like Nikki's saying. Like, I did this. I had two televisions, and so I would turn Fox News on one, CNN News on the other, same time. Like, primetime news, right? The 8 p.m., 9 p.m. news, the the nightly news, whatever that was, either station was running, their, their big primetime program. And I would see, oh, they're slanting it this way, and oh, they're slanting it this way. It's still slanted. And, but they were reporting the exact same stories. Yeah. And so that's when I sort of began to like, like it made me sick, really. Like, I felt like
1: this weird feeling in my gut that I'm like, oh, Liars. this is awful. And when I was younger, I had three TVs, so I could watch Monday Night Raw, mm-hmm. Monday Nitro, Mm-hmm. And play video games so at the same sounds time.
2: Sounds like Ooh, Richie nice. Rich has got the right idea. I think, I,
1: I think if this were a <laughs> oh, contest,
0: yeah. Richie Rich, you would win. Jerome, what's Richie's prize? What does he win?
2: Nothing more
4: fake than wrestling, huh? So well, that's what you want.
1: Politics? Huh? It's amazing. You <laughs> talk you know? about
4: lying. You talk about a lie. Come on.
1: All all professional
0: wrestling, wrestling is, wrestling? Is, is, an, is it's analogous to uh, American politics. Sure. It's fake. Where both sides, whether they're good or evil, uh, one can move from one side to the other, and then the, like when the show is over, they all go have dinner together and drinks and stuff. They, yep. it's all just one big show, and uh, there's there's no actual
1: difference between one side or the other. I view it as entertainment, well, which it is, and it's well, also just, one of the greatest forms of storytelling available right
4: to, now. I'm I'm trying to come come to grips with the fakery of of soccer. Now you're gonna tell me about wrestling. Oh God. The the He's difference
1: crazy. is soccer pretends to be real. Yeah. Right? It, wrestling. It wrestling
2: doesn't.
1: It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> the, that cat was out of the bag a long time ago. Yeah. Well, and I think
2: Richie, you said it nicely when it's entertainment versus somebody watching the news to get educated and right. to learn things and learn about current events. Wrestling's just something you watch to like chill out and relax and just enjoy it, it. It's, it's sports i
1: get emotional and it's, a performance,
2: it so, relaxed, right? it's, it's yeah. a performance is what it is he's not relaxed it's a
0: performance is what it is right it's the same thing yeah. as going to see like a live band sure right that kind of a thing it's it's just a sports performance instead of a musical it's performance like,
2: it's like going to see the nutcracker and being like oh that girl really isn't uh you know a flower or right. whatever yeah. Yeah. she's not really a candy uh, cane
1: how can you watch that when you know she's not really a candy cane you, you know how it's going to end.
4: Uh, Huckle Hey, Richie, could you give me your best? Uh... Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, Dick it. Step into a Slim Jim. Oh, whoa. God. You're sick. <laughs> so in some situations, if you're a C-minus student in high school, right, the likelihood is not much better than that, right? I don't think so. You think? You think coming out of high school at that level of education, there's there's more productivity to be done in the free market arena?
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Okay. I, I didn't even you know finish I mean? like, my freshman um, year. I wandered the
0: earth yeah. like Cain from Kung Fu. And by the time everybody else in my graduating class turned 18 and was either going to college or going to get their first jobs, I had three, maybe four years of working experience on all of them. So I could go and get a job at a pay rate that was
1: three to four years higher yep. than what they could get at that time. Well, but if let's... they if they went out and went into the military, they would be also be getting three or four years of work under their belt just in the military. And you can make a career out of that, right? Yeah, and I'm, make significantly yeah. more you money. You can also
2: I, do like HVAC or plumbing or anything right. that's productive. I was going to say, go
0: take welding or carpentry or something. Right? I mean, you know, yeah, learn a trade. I
2: mean, yeah. they make good money. Yeah. And they're needed and they're very useful. Far
0: more so than, you know, like I get it. The the military like marketed themselves to people like, oh, if you join now and you serve your four years or whatever, you couldn't get paid for college or whatever, right? You'll get free VA care for life and retirement, like blah, blah, blah. Which is
2: disgusting because a back to the lies. Okay, sure, you get a free college. It's disgusting to poach young children because college is expensive and they just want to go to college. They're poaching them to uh, you know this free education whatever yeah. promising them free health care that is terrible yeah. you don't know how many horror stories i've heard about va hospitals it's all a lie and then they come back with ptsd depression anxiety they come back with you know drug addictions and alcohol addictions because they're just trying to cope Propensity with what for they've suicide. seen yep. yes with what they've seen and what they you know so it's it's Gra- a law. They don't tell you that. We're at, you we're know, into
0: we're an hour and a half into the show. So at least one one and a half uh, former uh, military persons has committed suicide just in in the
1: time we've been airing tonight. Yeah. Graduating with a C minus GPA, you're not on a path to go to college. Yeah, maybe not. Right.
2: Community college would take yeah, you.
1: May, well, maybe you could pay to, to go to. A college. But like I said, you could, you could go
2: to the go to a trade. Yeah. You don't need to.
1: But trades require care. a little bit of education, man. You have you have yeah, to high the school. education. High school What's diploma. That? The
0: trades are the education, right? They don't, you don't you don't even need a GED to go to trade school. Sure. You just, you can pay, just sign find up, an
2: apprenticeship.
0: You can find an apprenticeship and you don't you even could. need to go to the school. You, you can learn as but an
1: apprentice. You, but if your ability to educate yourself in high school is like a C minus level, how well are you actually going to do in that apprenticeship?
0: We've got Dodger calling from Michigan. Dodger, you're on free talk live.
3: Uh, yes, uh, lady and gentlemen, uh, I, uh, I'm not a big fan of, uh, centralized, uh, anything, uh, sure. especially when it comes to education. Cool, me Something either. that, <laughs> but, uh, something that always struck me as odd, even when I was in school, I've always been a student, and I hope to die a student. Uh, if, if I'm not learning something new, then I'm not progressing. I'm not actually better in my life. Uh, having said that, I never understood why American students got three months off and you end up having to spend essentially the first month back to school catching up on everything you forgot over the summer. <laughs> That's
0: a good point. I know that uh, the school year is the way it is supposedly uh, because back in the day when they first started these schools, they had to uh, sort of cater to the farmers, and so you needed harvest, ah, use, you know,
3: you fruit picking time. Right. actually crap. That's that's crap if you actually look at the history. But that, uh, that, that's not the reason I'm calling. Uh, I uh, specifically wanted to bring up... Okay, well, but, but
0: then why is summer?
3: Uh, there's usually nothing to do in the summer. I mean, farmers. it's
0: fine if you want to call, like, you know, if you're saying that uh, what I just said is crap, but you got to tell us what it actually is.
3: Oh, uh, it, uh, essentially, it was because uh, rich parents wanted to uh, get uh, take their kids out of the heat over uh, during that time. Uh, a lot of it had to do with with that, or at huh. least that's my understanding. But they're inside,
2: gone. so how are they in the heat? Right? There's no air conditioners
1: I... back
3: then.
2: But then, yeah, but uh, if there's no air conditioners, then they're going to be hot. Yeah. No, I just wanted to they they
3: like are. typically uh, they, they would to typically take climate. them up north. Uh, so- southern families, the richer families would typically I don't, take the kids. Up I don't north mind being told to that
0: I'm wrong, but if I'm wrong, tell me what is you know what the thing is, and so that gives me something to look at. Dodger, thank yeah, you. Go, I, go I, ahead and continue I, with sorry. why.
3: And, and, and that's my understanding. I, yeah. and I apologize. No, I that's fine. Just down. go
0: ahead and continue with why you were calling tonight.
3: Uh yeah uh, yes sir again I'm not a big uh fan of centralized but I uh the Japanese system seems as if it uh so, there's something about Japanese people their culture they're very proud of who they are yes. a gas station attendant is the proudest gas station attendant he has to be the best or uh, their culture they want to be the best and their educational system kind of reflects that because it kind of recognize, uh, recognizes early on so, essentially, a Japanese high school uh, doesn't exist for uh, all Japanese people. Essentially, all it is is college prep. Um, a lot of times what will happen is after about the uh, middle school or junior high school age, they typically determine, uh, and maybe a lot of it's self-learning, I don't know, but uh, this person is way more interested in trade. And uh, so they're pumping out a lot more tradespeople than necessarily. Uh, in addition to, uh, obviously, you need uh, you know the STEM. You know, you, you need the sciences, you need the mathematics. You need a lot of that stuff. But it, the problem is, is everybody wants to work in the corner office, and nobody wants to take the blue collar jobs. And um, it just uh, seems as if there should be a system in which. Uh, I guess, right around the middle school age, uh, somebody determines what they really want to do. Do I want to focus on preparing myself for college, prep for college? I'm I'm with you,
0: and I think that that person should be the individual themselves.
2: Well, and I kind of have a solution for this. So I like the idea of shadowing. Hmm. So if a kid shows interest in something, as they do very, very early on, um, and then they kind of... I think public school kind of crams all this stuff down their throat and then they start to second guess themselves and like, maybe I don't want to be an astronaut. Maybe now I want to be a school teacher or whatever, whether they're becoming more realistic because it might not be very common that someone's going to become an astronaut, right? Every little kid that's like, I want to be a doctor or an astronaut. Maybe they're getting more realistic, but maybe they're also like their creativity is being dimmed. So I like the idea of, you know, if a kid wants to be an astronaut, like... Or even something else, like whatever it is, allow them to shadow that profession so they can, in real life, see what's going on and see if they actually like it. Because, for example, I know someone who went to school for psychology, mm-hmm. went all the way through, because to do much with psychology, you kind of need a master's degree. By the time she got to the master's program, she said, oh my gosh, this is what I'm going to be doing. I had no clue that this career path that I was picking was like this at this point she's hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt and drops out of grad school because she realized she didn't want to do that but she never had the opportunity to shadow someone to see what that job actually was
0: i like the idea i know when i was in school uh at least you know the the high school students like the seniors they would have a career day and they'd get people of different you know professions to come in and talk about their profession i like your idea go the other way
2: I'm a very huge critic of public school because I think there isn't really much room for children to grow. Yeah. And on the topic of the shadowing thing, Dodger mentioned that it would be hard in the public schooling system to do that, and that's why we need to take our children out of the public schooling system, either homeschool them, you know, homeschooling co-ops, or I don't think private schools are much better than homeschool than um than public schools, I mean. But it is totally, there are so many people. I mean, I would be willing to do that in my fields of midwifery because. Well,
3: I mean, just think about it, about the time that you can really, I, I imagine sometime when I was in middle school, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, where it's like, I've learned everything that I need to from the system to be able to then maybe actually start, you know, uh, instead of spending every day in a classroom, spending in a shop class. Or, you know, if you want to become a mechanic, uh, go, uh, you know, to a mechanic shop or whatever. It sounds like a fantastic idea. So uh,
2: I have a question for you guys, because I know you're all from different parts of the country. Are vocational schools common other places? Or Because vocational schools are very common in New England. Almost every um, like school district has a vocational school that kids can go to where, like half of their time is doing normal high school stuff yeah. and then half of their time is learning a trade they don't have, like cosmetology they don't have the
0: marketing okay. program though that colleges do colleges send I, recruits I, to the high schools yeah. so, you know that kind of thing trade schools do not
2: um
3: i they I'm did at a my school grad. Uh, i graduated in 01 and they had pretty much gutted uh we had to if anybody wanted to do any of those vocational stuff they had to get some sort of clearance and actually go to a different uh, uh, neighboring school system to actually be able to do Mm -hmm. that.
1: So So a buddy of mine wanted to be a welder. This is in Hawaii. And so he apprenticed, did the thing, you know, as a welder. Mm -hmm. But in order to move up the ladder, had to go get his welding certification. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Went all the way to Ohio or something where the best welding school in the country was to do it there because there wasn't an adequate enough educational system in Hawaii for that particular vocation. Mm Mm-hmm. So we spent six months in Ohio. Getting his certification. Right. yeah, And then went back to Hawaii yeah. to get paid better. Um, I
0: think, uh, going back to the educational part for a minute, uh, we've seen lots of progress uh, in homeschooling and certain, I, I want to say charter schooling, but that might not be the right uh, bit, where they do what's called self-directed learning, where children are you know, put in a room with a bunch of different stuff and the internet and all that kind of stuff. And the, we'll call them teachers, it's got to be a better name, the the mentors, if you will, uh, are there to observe the kids. And when the kids show an interest in a specific thing, like the kid looks around and is like, oh, look, a guitar, picks up a guitar, shows some interest in the guitar. Well, guess what? You're going to learn math. Uh, learning about guitar, you're going to learn reading, you're going to learn a different language. It's called music, right? All these things can be taught, learned, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, internalized by a child far better and quicker than they can when somebody is sitting in rows and, you know, with a taskmaster and a stick and a chalkboard, because the child is showing interest in it. And it what it it's just they're motivated to learn about it because they have the self interest in this particular topic. I can't say enough about self directed learning. Like you have to take it upon yourself. You, you're probably going to find if you're a kid in public school right now, you're going to find yourself in, in a situation where, yeah, you know, you're you're being mm, coerced, if you will, into memorization and regurgitation. You know, uh, you got to do things to pass the tests. If there is any advantage that you can take in your school system, take it. You know, if there's some program that, like, you know, your teachers are like, hey, you should go over here and do this, maybe do that. But figure out what you're into, first and foremost, outside of school, and begin learning that way. They say, I'm trying to remember what the numbers are, I don't have them in front of me, but it it only takes, I don't know, less than a couple hundred hours Mm -hmm. for most, mm, we'll say, grade school children to learn reading and writing and basic math. Right. So it doesn't take very long. Outside of that, what are schools doing? Babysitting. Yeah. Well, mastery is
1: closer to ten thousand hours.
0: Correct, but that's in a specific thing. Right. Right. So if you got reading, writing, and arithmetic down and now you want but to become a welder, you got ten thousand hours. Ten thousand hours. Before you're you're a welder, right? Or an expert at it. Master yeah. welder. Master welder. Anything else, right? So that's, I think that's when these trades and these learning opportunities for other things should come along is after the children have got the basics down. You got reading, writing, and arithmetic, you got those down. What now? What are you interested? And that's when this sort of uh, assisted, self-directed learning should come into play. But that's not what public schools do. Public schools just want the C-minus students who are just smart enough to pull the levers and turn the wheels
1: to keep the system going. But some of them would remain there with regardless of the schooling system. Sure.
2: Which is fine. But I think it's holding all of the other children back. Absolutely. And I think think kids know what they want to do a lot of the times pretty early on. Like my little cousin, my cousin's child is maybe like four years old. This kid already knows what he wants to do. He's obsessed with trucks. He's obsessed with any sort of, like, heavy machinery. Like, he's totally going to go into a field like that where he's operating. Maybe. You know, this is my my guess. But this kid can tell you every single detail about certain construction things that adults don't even know. He is so interested in it, and his parents let him flourish in that, and they let him, you know... Go all in to learn about that.
0: There's another thing, too, with uh, parental units, because I had a whole bunch of them. Uh, My my childhood life was so weird that I ended up with like five different sets of parents. Uh, And so each one of them themselves had a different thing they wanted me to become. Sure. That I did not select. I did not share their enthusiasm for these things. And each of them in their own way would push me towards what they wanted me to mm-hmm. become instead of what I wanted to become or what I was even good at. Yeah. And so there there's a parental aspect here too that needs to change in the yep. dynamic of learning and that is parents want to live vicariously through their children instead yeah. of allowing their children to become themselves. That makes sense,
2: that, and I yeah. see that happen all the time. A, a lot of, and, it, and it's more prevalent in other cultures. But I know a lot of my friends who are, they were like, oh, "I have to become a doctor or a lawyer because that's what my parents want me to right. be." Everyone in my family is a doctor, and if I become anything less than that, then my family will essentially disown me. You know, and that's very strong in like Indian cultures sometimes, and Chinese cultures sometimes, where it's just like if you don't become what your parents want you to become. Yeah. then you're trash, and it's terrible. It, you, children should just be able to be themselves and do what they love and enjoy. It doesn't matter how much money you make, and it doesn't matter um, how prestigious your career is. You should just want your children to be happy.
0: We have Robert in New Jersey. Robert, you're on Free Talk Live.
5: Hi, how you doing? Good, what's on your mind? Um, I was just, uh, you know, I've listened to you guys talking about the... Uh, school and i'm 63 years old that's Mm -hmm. all i had were shop classes
0: Oh, i love shop class
5: yeah it was uh sixth seventh and eighth i had metal shop Mm -hmm. so i got to use all that stuff and they had wood shop so i mean uh i i don't know what happened i don't know what they got rid of all of it or uh, or what i you know high school i had to
0: I'm curious because when I was in high school they got rid of auto mechanics. They apparently that was something they used to teach, how to, you know, change your own oil and tune up your car and check your tire pressure or whatever that kind of stuff. They right. they got rid of that I think one or two years before I hit high school because one of my older siblings got to take it and then by the time uh-huh. I got they didn't have it. But I did have shop class as far as like woodworking and metalworking, you know, that kind of stuff. Did they have auto shop or anything like that,
5: Me- mechanics? Yeah, they had uh, uh, auto shop, uh, they had wood shop, um, so I just took those for four years, and they had electronics.
1: See, and Uh, I went to private uh, school, and they said, one day, you'll be able to pay for those public school kids to do the work for you. (laughs) Did that happen? (laughs) I mean, I don't Uh, do much, so I pay for everything else to get done. I don't fix my own car. I don't fix anything.
2: Well, I also think that in those shop classes, you are learning valuable skills, right? So it's to me, I think it's important to know at least a little bit of carpentry and you know some auto mechanics to be able to be more self sufficient. But I think they're trying to set the future generations up to be to not be able to do those things, so they can pay other people to do those things. Like you can't know how to uh, change your own oil, take it to the dealership. And even the way they're making cars nowadays,
1: Mercedes, you can't even open the hood or something like that. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. They're they're so they're intentionally making it so people cannot do things themselves, so they constantly have to outsource.
5: It's not always a bad thing to outsource, but
0: Robert, your thoughts?
5: Um, that's that's true, uh, but it's uh, I just feel I was uh, fortunate. I had two um, years of uh, college, and that didn't do me any good. And so uh, I'm just surprised no one ever is able to, to, uh, to learn this stuff.
1: So well, people learn it because there's still carpenters and, you know, metal workers and auto mechanics yeah. out there. They just don't learn it in school.
0: There's this uh, technological curve, too, that happens, um, and I'm going to call it the youth curve. So when I was young, right, uh, electronics, you know, we didn't have the Internet. We still had this and quite had the dawn of digital technology. So all electronics were still sort of analog and myself and a lot of my friends, my, my school friends that, that I would meet there at my age, we were all uh, our parents, remote control. We were all the programmers of the VCR to keep it from flashing 12 all the time, you know, be- but because we were young and we picked up on that stuff easily, that's how we sort of became that. And And this is a thing, this is an ageism thing for sure, but it, it's, In my opinion, at least anecdotally, it's true that the older people get, the less apt they are to learn new technology. That's why... If I go online to play a video game, I'm more apt to get my ass kicked by, Mm -hmm. you know, like an 11 or 12 year old kid than I am by some guy
1: who's 45 or 50 years old. They have so much more time to practice. It's just not fair. And
2: it's not just that. Children are sponges. So when you're young, that is your time where you are supposed to be learning. That's why when kids, I mean, you can have a two year old that's trilingual. Yes. Because they just naturally pick it up. they're sponges. And the younger they are, the more they can learn. And then once you start getting into high school, that starts to dwindle down.
0: I wear mm, what are considered high tops, I guess. Uh, But I never... uh, Shoes, tennis shoes. They're not uh, steel-toed or anything like that. Like chucks? Mm, No, they're... Are they the Reeboks with the pump on it? I got you. What's difficult, though, is to find uh, high tops that are fully solid black. Now, I found a couple of people that that offer these, and so I bought, like, four pairs or something the last time I bought them. The problem is is that uh, whenever I go to lace them up, eventually I break the shoelaces, right? I I like a tight, snug fit on my Mm -hmm. feet. So it's not so tight that I'm cutting off my circulation, but, like, you know, you go to, like... You know, pull up and fasten before you do the knot, and like snap. And it's always at the most inopportune time, right? Like you're you're already late, and you're on your way up the door, and you're like, snap. You're like, ah, crap! I got to relace my shoes. So I got into the habit of keeping like spare shoelaces in the junk drawer in the kitchen. Oh, one day I ran out of those too, and I'm like, there's got to be a better way. I went online and looked Kevlar shoelaces. Nice. Kevlar- I thought you were
2: going to say Velcro.
0: No, Kev- I thought it was
1: going to be like fishing line. Fishing line.
0: Kevlar shoelaces. Uh, so I bought two pairs. Uh, the one pair is on my shoes right now and has been for well over a year with no signs of wear at all. Sweet. Like you can't even tell, like with regular shoelaces, you could tell where like, oh, it looks like it always goes through the metal loop here and, you know, or around the eye here, that kind of a thing. There's no signs of wear on either of the shoelaces. Plus I have a box with another pair in them. Nice. So, and they were like 20 bucks a piece instead of, you know, three ninety five
1: for regular ass shoelaces at the drugstore. But Kevlar shoelaces are where it's at, man. All of a sudden, I can't think of the name for that little plastic nub at the, the top. The giblet? Is that what it's called? I think so. Okay. The, uh, what? The, where? The plastic piece that you, you start to threading. <laughs> oh yeah, it's got a name. Yeah. I can't think of it all. But I had a pair of shoelaces where that was metal. Oh. So I never had to worry about that, you know, yeah. cracking off or whatever. So if you could get, if they could combine that, right, Kevlar laces with the metal tip, or whatever it is. Then those those would be like a lifetime shoelaces right there.
0: Yeah, I've seen no signs of degradation on whatever that is the, okay. the tip either. I assume it's Kevlar, but it does look like it's Maybe. it's crimped somehow. Okay, so I don't know if it's plastic or right. whatever. I'll I'll have to look into that. That's, that's good looking out is what that is. But I just thought to myself, Kevlar shoelaces, unbreak guaranteed for life. Yeah, At twenty bucks. Yes, I'm bu- I'm buying two pairs. Right, you know. So
1: hold on, I'm buying a new pair of shoes. I got to take off my old laces. <laughs>
0: I think you guys know who this guy is.
6: I should hope so.
0: <laughs> I didn't recognize your voice when you called me. I'm sorry.
6: Yeah, I had a bad mic on. You want so, uh, you want to tell us who you are? Uh, this is Peakless Mountaineer. Hey, Peakless, and I just called in to say that. Uh, so, Richie, you are right about buying quality products so that you don't have to buy them over and over again, and you are wrong about so many things. <laughs> <laughs> Most importantly, the homeschooling thing. Go on. So are you are you seriously gonna sit there and tell me that it is only a minority of people that will benefit from having parents raise children?
1: No. But but what I what one of the problems with libertarians is they think that all of education can be solved if every parent homeschools.
6: So there's no universal solution to everything. There's no silver bullet to everything except for freedom. But as far as the, the outcomes are really, really obvious, uh, as long as there's structure to it, uh, the unschooling is still kind of uh, iffy. But every structured homeschooling, they they destroy everyone else on all of the, the uh, structured tests, on all the uh, standardized tests,
1: Right. And what I said was, I believe that that's more correlative than causative.
6: At children. What's that? I said, it's, it's as provable as it is possible to be provable that an untrained parent is better at teaching children than teachers.
1: Okay. And not every parent and not every child. Sure.
0: I think you both agree uh, on that, yeah.
1: Well, that's, so you're, that's you're, all I'm saying. It. It's so it's when we confusing. went off the air, it was, what do you think? And I said, all of the above, right? Whatever works best for the child, and for whatever reason, libertarians get caught up in the, the homeschooling is the only way, and that's also nonsense.
2: I mean, I don't think that course, anything is, is the only way. There's no one only way.
0: Got it.
6: It is 90% of the functional way of raising children is raising children.
0: Wait,
1: what? 90%? That's a tautology. But go on. on.
6: Yeah. What are you talking about? So, homeschooling is raising your own children instead of handing your children off to be
0: raised.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's it. But what, as a facilitator of a child's sense. education, right? There are certain areas where you may find yourself out of your depth and you have to pass that child on to someone more qualified than you sure. to take over.
2: But there's also so many online homeschooling programs. So it's like if I'm terrible at math, which I'm not really, but if I was terrible at math or science or right. whatever, I didn't know something, I could find some sort of program on the internet or even a YouTube video to show my kid so they would be able to be more or, equipped in that Or topic. you could
0: hire a tutor, like
1: somebody that isn't that you or don't the, have the expertise on, right? Or, math, the, or, the co- or hear me out a tutor that teaches the same subject to multiple kids at the same time.
0: You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast,
5: listen live and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.